Welcome to, wait, am I an adult now? Thought the awkward years were over? Think again. My name is Shelby Wildgast. And I'm Savannah Pichotto. And we are the co-hosts of one of the only podcasts that's really telling you how to navigate your 20s in today's time. You guys ready to jump in? Let's go. Everybody. Welcome back to our third podcast episode. As always, we are so excited that you're here joining us tonight, today, this morning, this afternoon, whenever or wherever you are listening to us talk. So like we did last week, we wanted to start off with our hashtag adulting fails and hashtag adulting wins. Savannah, do you want to start off? Yeah, sure. Um, I will start off again. So um I'll start with my adulting fail for the week. Okay. So in our time right now, it's about mid-January, so the holidays are well past, and (laughs) my fail is that I still have my Christmas tree up, and I have not taken down my decorations. Mm, That just reminded me of my fail, because I still have my Christmas tree up, too, but I have taken down the decorations. It's just dying in my living room, because (laughs) no one's helped me take it down the stairs yet. So anybody out there in podcast land want to come to my apartment and take my Christmas tree down, that would be wonderful. It'll probably still be up when you're listening to this podcast. (laughs) Um, But really, my adulting fail, the fail that I was thinking about so like Savannah mentioned, is mid-January right now, and it's absolutely frigid outside. I didn't realize that the cold weather affects your cars the way that they do. I feel like my knowledge on cars is super not up to par as to where a 23-year-old's knowledge should be, but mine is pretty low. And the other day, I had to go to the post office right in Center City, Center City Philadelphia, and I wanted to let everybody know that I was going in and out. So I thought, hmm, I'll pull up, I'll park in a parking spot, and I'll put my blinkers on because that's what people do when they're like, well, no, they're going in and they're going out. So I was literally in the post office for maybe five minutes, and I come out, and I go to start my car, and it's dead. Now here I am on a one-way street in crowded center city Philadelphia with my car that's dead, and I'm parked in a 30-minute Uh, max parking spot. So I'm thinking, oh my God, who do I call? What do I do? All of my friends in the city, nobody drives a car. So I think, hmm, I'll just order an Uber and I'll have them jump my car because luckily I had jumper cables. So I ordered an Uber and this guy shows up in a Prius. He opens up the hood of the Prius and the battery is shoved so far back in the hood that we could only get access to the plus section of the battery and not the minus section of the battery. So as we're trying to figure this whole thing out, we are clogging up the entire street. Everybody's honking their horn. It's freezing cold outside. I feel like a damsel in distress and turns out he can't jump my car. So he drives away and I'm out here with my thumb up like I'm hitchhiking, hoping that somebody is going to stop and jump my car for me. Luckily, a nice man in a monster truck, literal monster truck, stopped and jumped my car for me. So I think he gave my car enough juice to last me the next month. Wow, that is crazy. Not a good situation to be in, but it's pretty hilarious when you tell it now. Yeah, it was it was funny like five minutes after my car started, but in the moment I was freaking out. <laughs> wow, insane. So what was your win this week? Um, my win is super simple. Um, as I just mentioned, it's just past the holidays, so... 
as you can imagine, many people are just spending their money on crazy things and not really having a lot of extra disposable income. My win is that I was able to pay my rent this month. And that may not sound like a win, but after the holiday season, I have to admit that things have been a little bit tough. And uh, I'm just grateful that I had enough in my bank account to cover me for this month. Wow, I'm so glad you said that to me because I've been struggling with that so hardcore right now. So yeah, oh my God, it's been crazy. I spent way too much for Christmas, but the smile on my family's faces when they opened up the presents was totally worth it. (laughs) Yeah, I'm sure, right? Um, So my win for this week, if you heard in our last podcast episode, I talked about one of my New Year's resolutions being to get on the yoga mat at least once a day for 365 days. Well, I'm now on day eight and I've successfully practiced yoga every single day. So I'm feeling great. I'm not any more flexible than I was when I first started, but I'm sure that's going to come. Um, But I'm really excited that I'm actually committing to something and I'm seeing it through. That's awesome. Congrats. I don't think I could do that. So Ah, you say that now, but I'm sure you probably could. So that wraps up our portion of the adulting fails and the adulting wins. Make sure you hashtag yours, whether it be on our Instagram or if you want to email us. Twitter. I don't know. One of those things. Yeah, anything. Anything Mm -hmm. works. I don't know if people still use Twitter today except for Donald Trump, but we'll see. (laughs) Um, So anyway, Savan, I was thinking earlier today, what should we talk about on tonight's podcast? And then it hit me. I read this really good quote the other day in this book that I'm reading, and I literally stopped dead in my tracks when I read the book. When I read the quote and I was like, holy shit, that spoke to me so loudly. And I wanted to get your opinion on it because I think it's the kind of quote that every young adult deserves to hear. And I just want to hear what you think about it. So the quote is, if the path before you is clear, you're probably on someone else's path. Said by Joseph Campbell. So what do you think about that? Um, That is definitely really powerful. Um, just for me personally, in my own life, thinking back to the past couple years, um, I know that for me, it really hits hard because the day that I decided to start my own business, I felt like that's been my life mantra the whole time. Um, like in that moment when I decided to do that, every day since then has been an adventure. It's been unexpected. I've hit so many roadblocks and so many ups and downs and every day has been so different that I feel like that quote speaks so true to me and probably anyone else who's going through a similar journey. Yeah. And I feel like there's a lot of our listeners out there who probably have a really cool idea for a business or they have a passion that they want to make their life's work versus their job. And I love how you took that leap, not knowing what could happen probably understand that there was a downside, but, you know, knowing that your purpose is meant someplace else other than your job. Yeah, exactly. And I think that a lot of people misunderstand the excitement of starting a business for success. And they think that their passion is going to carry them the whole way through. And it will, but a lot of people don't realize that there are going to be very high highs and also very low lows. And it's just figuring out how to get through those that really matters. And um, I mean, I was just lucky enough to have somebody by my side who has always been pushing me and 
encouraging me that the path I'm on is the right path. And I know that not everybody has that. So it can be very hard when you feel like every day is maybe is a struggle or you're not really sure what the next step is. But like just from personal experience for me, it is the right path. And when you feel uncertain about your days and you're not really sure what's going to happen next, that's when you know you're really doing the right thing. Yeah. I mean, anytime that you're jumping into something that's entrepreneurial, it's a roller coaster ride. And my favorite analogy to think about when it comes to things that are entrepreneurial or even just taking risks in general, a lot of people talk about hitting a brick wall when it comes to difficulties in their business, right? Or difficulties in their job or difficulties in their life. Well, a brick wall is pretty damn hard to get through. So the way that I look at it is it's a fog. And a fog is something that you can make it through. Now, you might trip and fall on your way. You might smack your face on something that you didn't see was there. But fog is something that you can get through. I think with this quote, no one's path is clear. I think about, for me, when I, when I was 18 years old, what I thought was going to be my path for the next 10 years is very, very different than what it was when I was 21 years old. And then it was very, very different than what it was when I was 22 years old. And now my path, it seems pretty clear, but I know it's not going to be. You know, I know that maybe when I'm 25, 26, 27, I'm going to have a different idea of what I want my role in this life to look like. And I think back to when I was 18 years old and I was part of Vector Marketing, which is a marketing arm for Cutco Cutlery. I was on the field. So I was a sales rep and then I moved into management um, throughout my college summers. And I remember thinking to myself that I could see myself being a manager for Cutco for years and years to come. And then the minute that that thought was no longer serving me and I didn't really feel that good about it, I freaked out a little bit. You know, all of a sudden this clarity that I thought I had was no longer there. And so I pivoted. And I think that's also important to remember, guys, is you might think your path is clear, but the minute that it doesn't feel so clear anymore, it's okay to pivot. Just like, Savannah, I'm sure when you started your job, you're probably pretty excited about it and then decided that it wasn't really for you and you pivoted into something that you really feel like is your passion. Right. For sure. And I think that, you know, me- we probably all know somebody in our lives that have pivoted or done something different. Like I have a cousin who went to school for fashion design and now she's in the fitness industry. She's a spin instructor and she's not doing anything at all related to what she went to school for. And you know, that, that is the path for somebody, but it's okay. And I think that the beauty of life is just being able to constantly redefine who you are and, even though I have been in this business of graphic design for a couple of years now, creativity is something that like just kind of is there for me no matter what I'm doing. And um, last year I was presented with the opportunity to film a wedding. And that was something that I never in a million years thought I would ever do. Never thought of videography as something that I would be getting into. And uh, within a couple days, you know, someone showed me how to use a camera and what to do. And all I did was pick it up and start shooting. And since then, I've just been loving it and learning more and more about it and just discovering this new passion that I never even knew that I had before. 
And I think that's really cool because it just shows that being open-minded in this life's journey can lead you to areas that you didn't know were on your path, right? Like looking back a couple years ago when you were starting your graphic design business, I'm sure videography was not even on the table for you, right? Yeah, definitely not. So going back to this quote, you know, if the path before you is clear, you're probably on someone else's. You didn't see that coming, but you were smart enough to be open-minded to all that this amazing life can give to you. And now you've found another passion that you're working on. And that story that you just told reminds me a lot of how I've landed in my dream job now. Because like I mentioned before, I used to sell Cutco knives when I was 18 years old. And for a while I thought, okay, I can be a manager at Cutco. I can open up my own office. And then one day I was like, you know what, this really isn't for me. And I went off and I was open-minded and I tried some other things. And for three years I was involved in a network marketing business. And actually it was more like a year and a half. Um, And I saw myself really taking off there. And I saw myself being a renowned speaker and trainer for this company. And then one day I was like, you know what? I don't know if I'm passionate about this anymore. I don't know if this is the path that I want to take. And so I pivoted and I got a full-time job because I'd never actually held a full-time job before. I'd always done kind of direct sales, network marketing, entrepreneurship type experiences. And when I started that full-time job, I definitely had no intention of leaving, right? Nobody starts a job with the intention of leaving one day for the most part, I would say. Um, But 13 months into that job, I found myself, like I said in our first podcast episode, really distraught and upset and stressed and depressed actually. And so I pivoted again. And what's really cool is that I was able to pivot into my literal dream job all because I kept myself open-minded back when I was 18 years old to this weird knife selling job. And because I networked with people and I stayed in touch with people from that part of my life, I was able to then go back to them and say, hey, I want to come back to the company in a corporate role, not in a sales role. And I want to help support the leaders and the sales managers in your company. So I think what's also important to know is that as you pivot in your life and as you go into these different versions of you, that you don't burn bridges along the way either. And that you stay open to opportunities because you never know who you've met in the past that can help you get to where you want to be in the future. I totally agree with that. Um, And that's one thing, especially like looking back at my college life and what I did there, the most important thing that I can take away from that is the connections that I made. And even some of the people that I met, I'm still working with today and still talking to. And I think that open-mindedness in itself can be underrated. People don't really think about it a lot, but it's super, super important whether you are uh, entrepreneurial or if you have an actual job when you're working for an employer, you know, like I know a lot of times in college, you're working towards a degree that allows you to specialize in a specific role. But I think that what people don't really realize is that you don't really want to specialize. Like you want to be open-minded into learning many different types of things, because when you get out into the real world and you get an actual job, like employers will value way more if you are open to learning many different facets of a business rather than just the one thing you went to school for, whether that be like finance or social media or marketing or whatever it is. 
if you can learn all the different aspects that make up that business and you're willing to help in all of those aspects, you will become the most valuable employee that there ever was. I totally agree with that. I, I see that my friends right now just being open to jumping into new roles and helping out in different areas that maybe their job title doesn't necessarily say that they're meant to do, right? Like if the roles and responsibilities doesn't include this one area, but they're willing to take that on, that speaks very highly of them. I also think about college seniors who graduate with a certain degree and they are so focused on getting a job that uses their degree, which is totally fine. That's actually expected and that's what most people should do and that's what I did. But they're so hell-bent on getting that job that uses their degree that sometimes they actually give up on some other great opportunities that could be a better fit for them. And what I want to say about that is I have a friend um, who's a very, very successful realtor. He went to school for finance and he interned at one of the top four financial companies in the world and then went off to interview at five different companies and was rejected at all five. And it really sent him down a spiral, but he quickly picked himself up out of it and said, okay, so maybe finance isn't my path and what else can I do? And he got his real estate degree and now he just this past year as a first year realtor closed over $10 million in real estate. That's insane. Yeah. So guys, if you're out there and you feel like, you know, hey, you went to college for this one degree. So you're not qualified to do anything else and you feel like you're stuck in this one field, let go of that thought because it's not serving you. Remember, if the path before you is clear, you're probably on someone else's path. So be open-minded to what else can be out there and don't feel bad about, you know, taking on responsibility elsewhere. Yeah. I mean, I totally agree with that. And I think that, you know, the moral of the whole story is that you really don't need to be so set in what you're doing in your life. Life is completely messy for everybody. And I know a lot of people seem like they have their shit together, whether it be on social media or anywhere else that you see, but everybody I think is going through the same thing and it's okay to try a different job, a new career, pivot around a little bit and figure out where your passions really are and what jobs best serve that passion. And if it's not a job and it happens to be a business, it's okay to to try that out. It's okay to be a little bit uncertain and to feel like there's a hell of a lot of fog in front of you. But if your passion is really there and your drive is really there, try new things. Step out of your comfort zone and don't feel like you need to be in finance because you studied finance. Don't feel like you need to be in art because you studied art or you need to be in marketing because you studied marketing. I can go on and on with every major, but you guys get my point. So yeah. And I promise you that once you make that decision to just let go and let your path become what it's going to be and you become open-minded about what your life is going to be, that things will just slowly fall into place and you will find your path as the days go on. Yeah. And we're here rooting you on guys. So as always, we're super open to feedback, to comments, to questions. We would love to be here to hear your stories, to help you out, whatever you need. 
So please check the show notes for our Instagram account and also our email. Feel free to send us emails, um, like us on Instagram, and we can't wait to join you next week. Yeah, we'll see you guys next week. Thanks again, and uh, see you soon. Bye. Bye.